0: Alhamdulillah was salatu was ala rasulillah amma ba'd faqad qala Allahu wa ta'ala fi al-Qur'an al-Majid wal-Furqan al-Hamid ba'da'uudhu billahi min ash-shaytanir-rajeem rahman rahmanir rahim la in shakartum la aziidannakum sadaqa Allahu mawlana al-azim amma ba'd assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh there are two possible routes that a person could adopt in one's path to attaining contentment, bliss, and happiness. One is to endeavor to attain all that you wish and desire. An expensive home, a sporty car, fashionable clothing, a toned body, gourmet meals, the best of everything. You endeavor to attain that and you work with all your energy in the pursuit of attaining that. The problem is that you may well attain that or you may not. And if you don't, you will find yourself in a position of want. And even if you do attain what you initially set out to attain, the goalposts keep shifting and there will always be something that you're still wanting to attain. On the other hand, the second path that could be adopted is, To look at what you already have in your life. All the various things that you are enjoying at this present moment. And to value that and appreciate that and to be grateful for that. And that will bring upon you a certain feeling of contentment and happiness that would not be attained in the first scenario. There's a scientific study that has shown that by merely... Slowing down, pausing, taking a deep breath, and reflecting on the numerous bounties that you are enjoying, your happiness levels go up by 25%. That is the immediate effect that it has on a human being. What defines us as human beings is really it is our patience or our our attitude at the time when there's adversity and our gratitude at the time when there's prosperity. In both these instances, it is our attitude that really counts. Now if we look at the disposition of man, man is generally predisposed and inclined to ingratitude. That is our nature. We have a relationship with a person for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. It may be a spousal relationship, it may be between siblings, parent and child. And on one occasion, which is bound to happen, the person says something that hurts your feelings and then you turn around and say, I will never talk to this person again. We forget all the good that this person did for you over the many years. That is man's nature. We live in a society, we live at a time which is promoted by consumerism. And at the core of consumerism, it is an attack on our gratitude. It is an attack on our attitude in the sense that they want to sell to you a smarter car, a new home, certain gadgets. So the only way they can get that to you is to attack your gratitude By creating within you the feeling that what I have is not good enough. It is not sufficient. I need to change. I need to buy new things. And then I will attain that lifestyle, that joy, that happiness that is being promoted. So we live in a society like that. And what we need to realize is that our next purchase will never bring us that which we truly desire. What our souls are desiring, that contentment, fulfillment and bliss. It will never come from our next purchase. When we look at the concept of gratitude, it's about slowing down and thinking about the good things you have going in your life. It may be a bed to sleep on. It may be a spouse in your life or a child in your life. It may be a motor vehicle that you are able to commute with. Maybe a hot plate of food. There are so many good things that each one of us have going in our lives that we tend to take for granted. Allah Rabbul Izzah calls upon mankind and He says, ya alaykum. O mankind, reflect on the bounties of Allah upon you. Reflect upon it, internalize it, take out time and literally enumerate it, count it out, write it down, Write down why are you appreciative for each of the bounties that you are experiencing. When we look at the concept of shukr, gratitude, then on the other hand you have ingratitude which literally is kufr. The translation of kafir is ungrateful. The height of ingratitude is to not believe in that compassionate Allah that has created you. The height of ingratitude is to not believe in that compassionate of Allah that has created you. So, kufr is ingratitude. And one of the first attacks of shaitan on man is to make him an ungrateful person, to make him ungrateful to Allah, to make him ungrateful to his fellow humans. Because with ingratitude to Allah, then you will continue to disobey Him. With ingratitude to your fellow humans, it will result in a breakdown in your relationships, which is the objective of shaitan. Shaitan had undertaken." وَلَا 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 and in the end of the verse he says, uh, "You won't find, You won't find most of the servants. In his conversation with Allah, he says you will find most of mankind to be ungrateful. That has been his undertaking. That is what he wants. That is what he endeavours to achieve. And for us, what is it that we need to respond to that with is gratitude to Allah, to our fellow humans. lam Yashkurin yashkurillah. The person who is ungrateful to fellow humans will never be grateful to Allah. And gratitude is such a beautiful quality that the moment it comes into the scenario, it brings such positivity. It makes us realize what we already have. There was a person who met an alim and he was complaining, you know, that things are so bad. I don't have a blue penny. You know, it just couldn't get worse. And at that moment, the alim then Made him pause and put a few questions to him. He asked, Would you be willing to change your faculty of sight for 10,000 gold coins? He said, No. Would you be willing to exchange your faculty of hearing for 10,000 gold coins? He said, No. Would you be willing to change your faculty of speech to become dumb for 10,000 gold coins? He said, no. He said, would you be willing to have your hands and your legs cut off for 20,000 gold coins? He said, no. He said, you are enjoying bounties that exceed, in your own estimation, 50,000 gold coins. How can you be ungrateful? At this point, the person realized what his, his mistake was. And very often in this world, you know, we've become influenced by our environment and we judge things in terms of what value and what worth it brings to us our relationships have become materialistic that this person is poor that's why I can't marry him or can you really afford me you know I have a certain standard of a lifestyle that's why they say that things are so bad that uh, girls are once again marrying for love the husband and the wife were having an argument so the wife turns to the husband and says that you know If I knew you were this poor, I would have never married you. So the husband was equal to it. He said, my darling love, when I said to you that you are the only thing I have in this world, I really meant it. So, you know, we judge our relationships in terms of the materialism as to what can my husband provide for me. That is the reality. And this is also part of the ungrateful nature that has developed Whereas on the other hand, when you have gratitude, then we begin to realize the many good things that we have going for us in our lives. And we get a different perspective on a situation. There was a young boy who was uh, blind. And he had put up a notice. I'm blind. Please help. And he was sitting with this notice in a public area asking out for help so that people can donate and can be a means of assistance. So one person comes by and he sees the boy with the notice and he looks in his basket and he sees a meager few coins laying in the basket, which wasn't much. He then throws a few coins in the basket and then he picks up the notice from the boy, he takes it from his hand and he turns it around and he writes something on the notice and he gives it back to the boy and says, hold this up. And the boy holds us up and now every person that walks by stops and throws a coin in. Stops and throws a coin in. Because this is good. By the end of the day, he has a heap of coins. As the day proceeds, the gentleman who had changed the message then comes back. And from the footsteps, the blind boy is able to hear that this is the same man who changed the message so he greets him, and he asks him how things, and he says things have been going well. So the blind boy asks him, that, what did you write on my note that made so many people donate? And he says, I didn't write anything incorrect. I only spoke the truth. He says, but what did you write? He says, all I wrote was, today is a beautiful day, and I can't see it. Today is a beautiful day, and I can't see it. And what did that message send out to every person who read that? That you are able to see, appreciate it. And because of that emotion, people were then willing to donate and give. So this is the beauty of gratitude and incorporating it into our lives. That it brings this happiness, this joy, this contentment, this fulfillment that we experience. It strengthens our relationship with those around us. It strengthens our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is a law, the law of attraction, which governs the energy of this world from the movement of the atoms to the movement of the planets. It is the law of like attracts like. And it is this very law that keeps together the subject matter of a cell and the components of all material things. It is this very law which Einstein had put into words where he said, for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction. And in our words we say, what goes around comes around. What you sow, you will reap. What you give, you will get. This law also applies to us as humans within ourselves because our feelings, our thoughts are also energy. And whatever we harvest within our minds and our hearts, that is also energy and attracts more of the same. So if you wake up in the morning with the attitude that Today is such a lousy day. The weather is bad. I think I'm getting coming down with the flu or with COVID. I don't know what's going to happen. How am I going to pay the bills? Things are really looking bad. I don't know where all of this is going. Then you attract more of that negativity in your life. Because that is the negative energy that you are giving off. But if you wake up with the attitude that today is a lovely day, I live in the the most beautiful city in the world, that I'm so grateful that I have a loving spouse, children that are supportive, I'm an able body, even if I'm not earning as much as I want to at this time, but I'm able and I can earn, then that is more of what you'll get in your life. Life attracts like. And therefore Allah Rabbul says Lain la that if you are grateful I will grant you more exactly like attracts like what your thoughts are if they are positive and optimistic then you will get more of that in your life you'll get more of that in your life kab ahbar rahimahum said an وَالشُكْرُ مُتَعَلِّقٌ بِالْمَزِيدُ A bounty should be joined with shukr and shukr will bring you more. And the abundance will never terminate unless you terminate your shukr. As long as you make shukr, Allah will grant you more. Allah R.A. says, مَا يَفْعَلُ اللَّهُ in Said, oh my servants why should I punish you what will I get out of punishing you if you are grateful and you believe and the unique thing is iman is our basis yet in this verse Allah first refers to shukr and then he refers to iman and the ulama write the reason is that the first reference is to shukr because this is the quality that man lacks the most if you are grateful, then why should I terminate? So whatever you are enjoying, the way to secure that, the way to protect it, the way to fortify it in your life, is to daily make shukr for that. And it will never be taken away from you. Fudail bin Iyaz, rahimahumullah, had said, Alaykum bimulazamati shukr. Hold fast unto shukr. Faqalla ni'matun zallat falam yu'adad. That when a ni'mat is taken away from you, it will never be brought back to you. You often hear people say that, you know, for so many years I never even had a headache. I wouldn't take a single tablet. And then suddenly, after years later, the person needs to take a tablet for blood pressure, one for diabetes, one for cholesterol, and one for heartburn. Why is that? When you had the health, then you didn't appreciate it. You never thanked Allah for that and that is why it got taken away from you. So the way to secure whatever good you have going in your life is to be thankful to Allah wa Taala for it. And the first point is to internalize your gratitude. To just sit down and to feel within yourself that I am grateful for all that Allah has granted me. The second thing is to verbalize that, to speak about it. Allah Rabbul Izza says, that speak about the bounties that Allah has granted you. Very often, you know, someone asks you, how's things? Our immediate reaction is, say, is to say, things are not as they were. They're not so good anymore. You know, business is down. But let us ask ourselves, that are we not inadvertently being ungrateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And the third thing, is to use the bounties that Allah has granted you in His obedience. You claim to love Allah, but you disobey Him. This does not make logical sense. If you were truthful, if you were honest, if you were genuine in your claim of love of Allah, then you would have obeyed Him. It is the height of ingratitude to use the bounties of Allah in His disobedience. That is the height of ingratitude. So for us, we really need to take our time on a daily basis and journal what is it that we are grateful for. In fact, there was a study in 2015 at a university in the United States of America. And there were 300 students on the campus and from other campuses and adults who all needed some counseling for mental health-related issues. And this group of 300 were were, were divided into three groups. All three groups were given counsel on improving their mental health. However, the first group, together with their counseling, they were told that daily they are to write a letter of gratitude to a person. The second group were told that write your feelings, which obviously would be negative at that time considering the space they were in. And the third group were told that you don't have to write anything, just you continue with the counseling sessions. And after a period of 12 weeks, when they interviewed and did a certain questionnaire on overall mental health and wellness, they found that the group that daily wrote down a letter of gratitude, their happiness and wellness had increased by more than 25%. That is the immediate effect. That is just by journaling, by writing down, by taking out the time on a daily basis to document what is it that you feel grateful for. Every day, Take out a pen and paper. Write it down on your cell phone. What are the three things that I'm most grateful for today? And you'll see the magic that it will work in your life. That a moment of gratitude will change your attitude. And with that, it will have an all-encompassing effect on your life. It is not grateful people. In fact, it's not happy people that are grateful but it is grateful people that are happy. So with this quality, you'll see the wonders that will work in your life. And as I said, that gratitude brings more. Now, on that note, you know, in my entire life, since I've been giving talks, I've never been the imam of any particular masjid. So I've never been bound by any masjid. So I usually go to a masjid once a year or twice a year. For some strange reason, in the last seven weeks, I found myself giving a talk here three times. So perhaps it's Molana Bacha's or the entire congregation's shukr that has brought me back again.